0: You're listening to the WPTF Afternoon News with Nate Saunders podcast.
1: Another month with another solid gain for the job market here in America, but it also brings up questions of interest rate hikes. To talk about the whole situation with our economy right now, the new jobs report that just came out, I bring on Mike Walden, distinguished professor and economist at North Carolina State University, good friend of the program. Mike, thanks for being back on.
0: My pleasure, Nate.
1: Walk me through this uh, report that just came out. What's
0: significant about it? It's significant, although we had job gains. The job gains were much less than predicted. Most predictions were up around 250000 This came in at $209,000. And uh, as a result, uh, there's good news. The Federal Reserve does want the economy to slow. This is an indication that the economy is slowing because that's related to moderating inflation if you take some of the pressure from buying off of off of products, you'll see the inflation rate uh, narrow, and that has done that. But the bad news is that the Federal Reserve might feel as if this is not slow enough, And they are going to be meeting in a couple weeks, and the expectations are going to be very, very focused on them. Uh, we don't know for sure what they do. They don't necessarily say in advance. My guess, and it's a guess, is that we will have a rate hike. They took a pause last time, but I think we will have another rate hike, and I think it's about a quarter percent. The good news of that is I think they will likely be just about done. So.
1: Something that's confused me this whole time, granted I don't totally know how the economy completely works and how to avoid recessions and the science of that, but how does slowing our economy help achieve our goal here?
0: Well, actually, well, we, what the, the best path ahead would be for the economy to slow but not come to a stop. If it came to a stop and then retreated, that would be a recession. The best scenario would be, for the economy to slow, still have growth, but slower growth. That does, as I said, take pressure off of prices, and that's called in the business, the economics business, what's called a soft landing. That you can get that inflation rate to come down. Nice, nice approach to the runway, not crash into a recession. So you could see, or I can see, the elements perhaps of a soft landing and if the Federal Reserve gets that, because they came late to the anti-inflation game. They didn't. They didn't really get started until about a year ago, and that's probably about a year late. But if they can achieve this, pull this off, and it's really in the Federal Reserve's hands, if they can achieve this where we still are getting job growth, we're still enjoying low unemployment, but we get that inflation rate right down to that magic 2% level, uh, that'll be a big accomplishment.
1: How long is it going to take to finally reach the point where the Fed is like, all right, we've done it? <laughs>
0: I think that uh, by the year, year's end, they will uh, probably be in that position. And I think a year from now, that when I'm talking to you a year from now, I think they might be in cut mode.
1: And that would have massive implications on things such as mortgage rates and car payments and things like that.
0: That's right. I mean, the, the Federal Reserve envisioned these interest rate hikes as being temporary. The question was just how long is temporary. And if we do, we're going to have an inflation report next week. If it comes in, uh, we're at 4% last reading. If it comes in under 4%, say 35 I think we're headed for the races there in, in, in a positive sense that we may very well, by years in, be close to that magic 2%, and that will allow the Fed to start cutting rates sometime next year.
1: What would it look like in an America where instead of increasing the Fed's rates, they decrease it? Is that going to cause us to go into like a huge financial boom, and what would that have an impact on jobs?
0: Well, I think it would be a plus for the economy. We would see faster growth. We'd probably go back to where we were uh, pre-COVID 2018, 2019. We had, we had very reasonable growth, low unemployment, low interest rates. People were out there buying cars, et cetera. Uh, then the COVID came along and threw that all off the rails. So hopefully we could get back to that kind of an economy, which I think is an economy that everyone likes.
1: Back uh, about a year and a half ago now, my wife and I were really close to buying a house. And part of that was the interest rates and where they were. And now we're pretty much priced completely out. It's like impossible now for us to find something in our price range. Uh, And then we talked with uh, our grandparents who said, well, when we bought our first house, we had like a 16% interest rate. Are we ever going to be back there? How were we at that point to begin with?
0: Well, uh, that was in the early 80s, and I was, I'm was i probably your grandparent's age, and I was looking to buy a house. My wife and I were looking to buy a house, and we were looking at 16 17%, 8% interest rates. We took a pause on that or waited. Uh, we had extraordinary inflation. You talk about inflation being bad this time around. We, were, we think we peaked at 9%. We had inflation in uh, well over 10%, 13 14% in the early 80s. So the Federal Reserve really had to put the brakes on. They push their key interest rate, which we're talking about now, is at 5%. They push it up to 19%. So that's why everything was so much more expensive, because the inflation fight was much tougher.
1: Back when, uh, about a year ago, when this whole thing with the Fed raising interest rates was starting to begin, most economists were expecting a recession. That was kind of the common belief, we're going to have a recession. Now, what's the common belief?
0: Well, the uh, latest poll shows less than 50% of economists think we're going to have a recession. There's, there's still a lot of indicators out there that point to an economy where we could slip into a recession. Uh, I think this is more about terminology than anything, because I think even if we have a recession of uh, two uh, consecutive quarters of negative growth, it's going to be very, very mild. I couldn't see the unemployment rate going up much above 5%, for example, which would be very, very low for a recession. Um, But uh, we're in a situation now where we got two cycles going on. We've got the typical business cycle where you have inflation, you got to raise interest rates, get that down. But then we're still in that post-COVID cycle where the COVID cycle is pushing us to grow more. There are businesses that still need to hire. There are people who still want to work. So I think the reason this is so difficult is we've got these two cycles going on in the economy, and they're really moving us in the opposite direction.
1: His name is Mike Walden. He's an economist with North Carolina State University. Always nice to have you on the show. Thank you, sir.
0: My pleasure, Nate. Bye-bye.